0: Welcome to another episode of Glitchin' with me, your host Adrian Earhart. The song was by Harrison Reed. Uh, shout out! Shout out! He insisted. No, he didn't. Okay. But I'm giving him props for that. <clears throat> He's very talented. He did the guitar himself and everything. That's huge. And he like captured my vibe, don't you think?
1: Yeah, he really had me stringing along.
0: Yeah, hell yeah! It's, it's like chill but kind of uptight at the same time. Yeah, it's totally my vibe. Totally. With me today is (laughs) cannabis queen, uh, comedy queen, queen of my life, Rachel Wolfson. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being here. I love
1: you and it's Sunday.
0: It's Sunday. It's a great day to be friends.
1: It's a great day to glitch. Yeah, hell yeah. Sundays (laughs) are, do you get the Sunday scaries? I do. I get the Sunday scaries sometimes, but I honestly, I got those more when I worked a corporate job. Yeah, I have a job job, so. I guess. Oh, my, well, yeah. I mean, although it's in cannabis, which is very corporate now, and you have like you're like a legit in a position that's like you can't fuck up. Mm-hmm. It's not like fun. I have to be at work at 6 a.m. Yeah, that's aggressive. Sorry. <laughs> oh, just Sorry to bring up. I feel like I'm triggering just the Sunday tomorrow. No,
0: scares. it's fine. I got all my uh, errands and chores done yesterday. Oh. And then I went to the Wisdom last night. Have you been there?
1: No. What was that? Is and that the Bob Marley Mm-mm. thing?
0: It was a mind travel art immersion installation. Oh, I
1: saw your post. So it was cool,
0: like 3D art everywhere, but you can only see the 3D part with their app on your phone. Nice. And then like the mirror room and everything. And then in the dome, we had a show. Everyone wears headphones mm-hmm. and a guy plays live piano <clears throat> to the uh, dome freaking visuals that are going. And you feel like you're floating through space. You're going through black holes. And then it gets all kaleidoscope
1: that's amazing. An hour
0: passed, and it felt like five minutes. Really? And besides the slight neck pain, it was a phenomenal experience. That I sounds dope. travel. Did you com. smoke weed before? No, I'm not smoking weed right now.
1: Oh, okay. Very cool. I'm
0: trying to um, get into transcendental meditation. Sexy. And it's recommended that you don't- Clear your mind. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Very cool. It's hard. It's hard for me to not, because sometimes when I'm stressed or can't sleep, I want to.
1: Yeah, totally. Yeah. It's a natural- uh for me yeah. to want to have those urges. How often do you smoke? Every day. Every morning? Uh, Sometimes in the morning, mostly. Yeah, for now. I mean, I honestly, I go in phases. When I was sick recently, I didn't smoke for like five days. Mm-hmm. And my dreams were very vivid mm-hmm. and more nightmarish. Um, but now, like, I just had my period. So I was like heavily smoking and edibles, um, and topicals. But yeah, right now I'm in like a heavy smoking phase for sure <laughs> because like I'm in between gigs right now. So it's like um, I have a lot of like daytime when I'm not doing stuff during the day. Mm-hmm. And it's just like I need to like get more gigs <laughs> 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 or probably like another day job or something. Something. You yeah. Gotta stay busy in LA, right? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm staying busy, but like I just need more if that makes sense. I get it. Yeah. I get it. I need to, I need to chill.
0: I've been doing too much, going too hard.
1: Yeah. I mean, like it's hard cause like right now stand up is picking up. So for me to have like a consistent go to a place every day, like I, I still have my social media jobs. Mm-hmm. Like I still am working from home for companies and things like that. And I have shoots, but it's like, I have like, they'll be like, I'll have two days off. And to me, that's like too much. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yes. So this is my day off and I didn't take it off. Yeah. I'm working right now. But, like, even then, I'm, like, podcast. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, we're always doing something. But it's, like, you know, you podcast, and then you have, like, the rest of the day. I'll fill it with mics, a show, whatever. But I might do a mic. I'm going to chill with Sam. Yeah. Sound guy. Fuck yeah.
0: we got to get a better title for him. Besides, like, God. That's sound God. Sam, sound God. Yeah. He's the best. He's, he's how this is happening right now. That's dope. I know. Shout it's, out to Sam. That was a glitch because... I was just talking about um, in like November wanting to do uh, my own podcast because mm. we had my ex and I had glitching together mm-hmm. and mostly because I didn't want to do the audio for it. And I didn't think he would do it for me if it was just my podcast. But if it was our podcast, he would do the audio and do the work for it because he didn't have a job. I had a full time job. He worked from home. Okay. I was like, don't, don't you think you could edit our podcast and get it out? it was a thing. Obviously we're getting divorced for a reason. Yeah. But I mean, there are many reasons. Right. Some of them 24, you know. Um. <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: so funny. But
0: I uh, <laughs> I wanted to do this podcast. And then I came here and did a podcast. I did um, Just Between Us with Gabby and Allison. Okay. And that was awesome. Mm-hmm. And that's where I met Sam. And he was like, should do a podcast, and I was like, I've been wanting to, and then totally it just, like, fucking happened. So
1: Hells yeah! Oh, and you told me about this podcast <clears throat> a while ago. Yeah, so it kind it manifested. I it finally happened. pulled the trigger. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's a, amazing. A god shot. Um, I feel like a lot of my life has been. Um, I feel like everyone's life is like that, but for me, a lot of my life has always come full circle. Like it's like there's almost this invisible thread that's woven between every moment and situation and person that comes in and out of my life. Mm-hmm. And so I'm very much into the, you know, the déjà vu like you say and um manifesting, like I started doing vision boards every year. Uh and like there are just certain things and certain moments, like my mom has it too. And I'm sure, like, there's tons of people who have that, but you know when you're, like, thinking of something and then that person will come, like, call out of nowhere yeah. and, like, a song will come on the radio. Like, there are people who – um a lot of people who have this experience. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it's not, like, you know, isolated very so much to whatever, but – um I just – that's just – or I always look at the clock and see a certain number. 11-11 mm-hmm. um, for me lately. And then I have had deja vu or dreams where it's like, did I dream this first or did this happen first? Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yep. So, um, you know, it's – Obviously, like I feel like de- the the whole gift or not gift, but the whole experience of déjà vu. Of course, when you, when you're talking about it, doesn't seem to come to my mind. But like I I feel like it's more of a place that you are, or an experience that you go through. Sure. That we don't, and I've read up about it too because. Um, there have been moments in my life where I have that experience of deja vu and I will blurt out loud, I've dreamt this before. Uh-huh. Does that make sense? I've been And it's that, just yeah. a moment where I'm like, okay, like I'm in a car with four people and it's like a weird group of people that I've never either met before this or I have, but in my dream or another dimension or whatever, because they say, uh, you know, there's the whole mirrored universe idea where Th- this is happening, but somewhere else, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So maybe that's when, like, something is just happening at the same time. A second or, before or a second after. Or whatever. You know, there's so much our brain, like, we only have access to so much of our brain, and then there's so much as humans that we can only comprehend because we are only given thus ability. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that, yeah, it's... Uh, I've, I've always... I think the intuition is something that um, plays along with that too. Mm-hmm. You know, trusting yourself in the moments that have occurred. Absolutely. In your life, <laughs> are you
0: trying to think of a particular instance?
1: Uh yeah. Because if I like. If you want,
0: I'll take. I'll say my glitch. Yeah. While you cogitate. Yeah. Okay. Um, my glitch actually involves you. Uh, really? Yeah. Because we didn't know this when we met but we both worked in the same building at the same time in Boca Raton,
1: Florida. Oh my God. Okay. Here's my glitch. Mm -hmm. That's a crazy glitch. So I, when I moved to LA from Florida, Mm -hmm. from the building that I was working in with Mm -hmm. you, I moved out here and started dating a guy like I thought I was going to marry. We had very similar last names, like um, I thought he was, you know, the one or whatever. And then he turned out not to be the one. And we also ended up going to couples therapy, mm. which is like, okay, you, you know, I'm not even married to this guy, but like, here I am going to couples therapy. Cause sometimes in relationships, you try to do everything you can mm-hmm. to make it work because you think it's right. But, um, yeah, the building that I went to couples therapy in, which was such a waste of time and money. Uh, Fast forward to three years later where that's where Olivia had her Cush Queen office. Yeah. Yeah. Your best friend. Yep. So here I was three years later going to have an interview, a job interview, to what would be like my future best friend and collaborator and – biggest, one of the biggest influences in my life Mm -hmm. as far as like cannabis, um, that was where her office was. And it's still to the, that I was like, I can't believe just like three years prior, I was coming here to have therapy with an ex-boyfriend who one of his biggest issues with me was smoking weed. And here I am in this fucking office smoking weed. It really was a full circle moment. So it was like, that kind of stuff happens to me. All the time. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you know, you never just, you just never know. And like certain things, like I'll be having a a down moment where I'm like, fuck, like I'm not doing enough. I'm not enough. I'm not funny enough. Like I started way too late. Like I have these thoughts and it's just like, you know, your evil roommate or whatever. And then I'll get a call. (laughs) For a job or an opportunity, or to go on the road with someone and yeah. to open, and it's like the universe is listening to me. And I don't want to come off as ungrateful, but I like, I, I I really was hurting in that moment, and that's like I don't know. I I, I don't want to take it for granted or be be ungrateful, you know. Mm-hmm. And I I don't want, uh, I I don't know. So I I I feel like the universe is listening. It mm-hmm. is a it is a this I guess like the latest, or maybe this is just uh. Uh, fake news but like the universe could be like structures of bodies you know sure. like it's it's it could be a live thing that listens and hears and i feel like you know. that's what it is yeah so energy that's what god is to me Energy. yeah and well nature. energy is neither created nor destroyed right and yeah. we're all just energy right yep so i have a lot of energy yeah <laughs> it's for annoying. sure it's very annoying well it's good Energy. I mean, kids have a lot of energy. I feel like I I don't have a lot of energy, but that could because I, I smoke indica. Yeah. You stay sedated during the day. (laughs) So,
0: and I had a little bit of tea this morning,
1: but I also was like very hyper as a kid, like diagnosed ADHD. So I think with all the medication and, uh, weed that I now smoke, (laughs) that's probably like, I don't know. It's keeping you chill. Yeah.
0: That's what my 2020 resolution was, is to find my chill, because I do not have any chill. I'm just, I'm overproductive, hyperproductive. Oh, you have zero chill. I have zero chill. I don't stop moving. I don't stop thinking. I don't stop talking.
1: You know, as long as you practice self-care and you make, you create a space for that Mm -hmm. because like, although that may make you uncomfortable, you know, that that's something that you need in Mm -hmm. order to stay sane because your, what you see is like maybe a curse is so much a blessing. Mm. Like so many people don't have that driven personality and that is what will make you successful. I
0: suppose. Yeah. I mean, I was definitely depressed toward the end of my marriage.
1: Right, but like and right now you're filling your life with 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 what you want to do. Mm-hmm. It's very liberating. And did awesome. you ever have dreams about your marriage ending? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, all the time. Mm-hmm. Hopeful dreams. And it became real. Yeah. Yeah. It did. I uh, had nightmares about him cheating on me. And then it happened? Yeah. Well, that's also intuition. Like I... I've been writing about, like, I, you know, I was in a relationship last year where I had this intuition that my boyfriend was talking to someone at work, Mm -hmm. and now he's in a relationship with that person Mm -hmm. that he met at work. But I think women, we know when, like, our periods are coming and when the men are leaving. Yep.
0: (laughs) Yep. And, like, that's, you know, it kind of threw me because I had tuned my intuition out Mm-hmm. And just completely done whatever was going to support him and our marriage and our life together. Yeah. didn't think about me at all. And I just like, literally there was a wall and every day I just chip it down a little bit more to see what I actually want to do with my yeah. life. I didn't want to get into like a relationship or anything until I was sure like where I was going in my life and what I want to do. And yeah, I'm in an exclusive, you know, kind of relationship now, but we're not like boyfriend, girlfriend kind of thing. But it's nice to, like, have that stability.
1: Well, I think also how old were you when you got married? 32. Yeah. The second time? Oh, God.
0: (laughs) The first time I was 25.
1: Well, yeah. I think for you, you were in a different place. I don't think age has anything to do with it. But, like, weren't you living in Florida when you met your ex-husband? Yeah. Okay. I don't know if many people know this, and as someone who also lived in Florida, that place will um, affect your brain. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and your and your critical thinking skills. Like the entire state um, is just filled with interesting people with uh, lack of interpersonal skills, and sometimes. People end up in relationships. (laughs) This was my high school. I'm just kidding. But yeah. A high school friend. No, I mean, there's dope people in Florida, obviously, but. They usually leave. Yeah. (laughs) And Florida is really a place you end up. Like, it's the last stop on the map. It's God's waiting room. Like it's where really where you go to die, not where you wanna like start a relationship yeah. or like grow as a person. Um, you gotta be dying inside and on the outside too. You just really A lot of sun exposure. Just hurricanes, death. Death. Yeah. yeah, death
0: fighting, Florida. Man Rehabilitation, is yeah. There's a lot of rehabs. Bath salts.
1: <laughs> you know, it's really Alligators. just the best place that represents America. And honestly, I miss it. I really do I miss do too. The beach there, like, I was fantasizing about it the other day. The water is warm. the water, no matter what year-round... 24-7, pretty much. It's just gorgeous. Yeah. And that's really the price you pay to live in Florida is you get to live in this beautiful, beautiful place, but you have to be surrounded by all of these people. South Florida is different, though, mm. you know? But I, I love it. I also love – um, I like South Florida particularly because it is so diverse. You have all different kinds of cultures and people and diff- the best food and – you know, really, it sounds like
0: you want to go to Florida.
1: <laughs> I want to go to perform. I don't want to, I can, you know, again, like Florida isn't a place where you thrive. Um, yeah. it's already, It's a place for where, pe- where people who've already thrived can or thrive some more.
0: I visit frequently because of my dad, my brother. Right. My it's different if you're
1: local, like that's like kind of how Vegas is. I'm born and raised in Vegas. So I feel it's very much similar. Like Vegas is a very transient city mm-hmm. and it's not Florida's fault the way that it has become, <laughs> it's, it just, you know, it happens that people go there, um, to be fucked up, but yeah, I, uh, it's cool. I miss it. It's a good place to do stand up. Yeah. That, it was a good place to start for me. Yeah. And I'm definitely...
0: Like Florida as fuck. Like I prefer to wear flip flops whenever oh, I can. Oh man,
1: I'm such a different person. Like I wear pants here, and mm-hmm. I hate wearing clothes. Like I hate wearing like constrict. Like th- my pants don't even have a button. They're stretchy pants, and for me, comfort is first. Mm-hmm. And the fact that you could just like wear shorts every day, flip flops, go anywhere, sundresses. Yes, yeah, sundress, I'm a sundress like, bitch. Yeah, you don't even need to wear a bra. You could just wear a bikini. You know, have to a like, or wear a bra, whatever. You know, they're, it's just, I'm not that Florida. <laughs> I mean, I, I love it. I, I, you know, blunts,
0: I smoke blunts and I listen to rap. And yeah,
1: that's so Florida. And the, the windows are down. Mm-hmm. You go to Publix, you get pub subs. Mm-hmm. You know, which one do you get?
0: I get the chicken tender one. Ooh,
1: the Buffalo chicken tenders. Uh-huh. Hells yeah. I mix it up, but yeah, that's that's definitely the go-to. add some green peppers to that. Mm-hmm. I miss Pub Subs. Me too. And, that's uh, the first thing I do when I land in and Florida. And Way Beyond Bagels, um, you know, the ones on Federal. I, sometimes I miss too. Checkers Fries. Mm, you know, go to shake and, shake and Steak and Shake or whatever.
0: <laughs> Checkers was different, and that was oh. usually like our drunk or high go-to food late at night. Yeah, I miss Delray Beach. Yeah, Delray's beautiful.
1: Honestly, like – I wouldn't mind retiring in Florida and <laughs> I know, you love it. Like you I, love Florida. I, but I couldn't be there year round. No, for sure. Like I could spend, I could spend a couple months there. You, you could have know? A, a timeshare or a townhouse or something. Totally. But like I wanna be in LA. Like I love LA. I just like I, you need breaks from LA to yeah. to and I and I know Florida isn't it's like you need a break from LA so you can like get back to reality and, and ground yourself. And a great place to do that is Flow. Okay, <laughs> And it's not, but it reminds it is, you of how but I also basic you but are. It, but that's what I'm saying is like I'm from Vegas, so it's like that's not even a great place to like unwind either. Yeah. You know, I go to Vermont. That's where I really go yeah. to unwind. Is like New England.
0: Maine, I went a couple of years ago.
1: Phenomenally beautiful. Yeah. I would go Ten out of ten would go again. See if in a perfect world I'd split my time between LA, Vermont, and Florida. <laughs> and sometimes New York in the summer. I would leave Florida out. Really? Yeah. I mean, like, I would go to Florida
0: for, like, a month, you know? I guess. It's nice that when I'm there, I don't need a map. I
1: just know how to get everywhere. Um, Side question. Are you a, a believer of horoscopes? Mm,
0: I accept stuff because people always go, are you an Aries? And I feel like... Are you? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I feel like there's something to that, you know? Yeah. But I don't, like, know
1: my moons or whatever. That's okay. How about you? Um, I, I have two that I read, but I you know. So you're a believer. I just like, if anything, you know, people put so much faith in religion, but for me, it's like that's the moon and the stars and the way they orbit. And like that to me is more tangible than religion. Yeah. You know? I had science. this discussion
0: with um Thomas Dale. He was telling me I was cause I was like, what about a C section baby who's born early? And what was supposed to be born a certain date in in that uh, st- sign, you know, supposed mm-hmm. to be a Libra, become a Cancer or whatever. It's whatever day they were born. And he was like, "No, it's whatever day they were born because the pressure the planets were putting on their head that day yeah. is what makes their. Personality That's what
1: hap- What actually happened? Yeah, right.
0: So I was like, "Oh, cool, yeah. good to know. Mm-hmm. Totally. I am an Aries on the cusp of Taurus.
1: Yeah." For sure. Mm -hmm. Both of my parents are Tauruses. And I saw this article on Facebook today. It says serial killers are more likely to be Tauruses. And I was like, oh my God, that makes so much sense.
0: (laughs) Are your parents serial killers?
1: Uh I don't know, but they're serial killer adjacent because they were they like were criminal defense attorneys. Yep. So (laughs) what was that like? Mm, Not that fun. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, I became a comedian. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, so many roles. And I was just really a miss. You know, I was having this conversation the other day with my friend who's calling right now. Um was I think you can relate to this. I we grew up at a time in I was born in 1987. So, I'm part of the medication generation. I was diagnosed ADHD From a very young age of five, I started taking Ritalin. So I think as women, you know, any kind – to be – I was a distraction as a kid. Like, I would talk to people. I was characters. Mm -hmm. I was just, you know, I couldn't sit still. I was smart, but, like, I didn't want to learn math. I was not good at the math, you know, and whatever. And then I was emotional as a kid. And I think, like, for boys, it's fine if they express anger, but if for girls, it's like, okay, this is concerning, you know, she needs to go and see someone. And that's how, like, I think a lot of young women from our generation got put on a lot of these medications mm-hmm. and, like, probably why we have a lot, of, like, you know, of stuff going on. So I think that because I've been in a lot of therapy mm-hmm. ever <laughs> since I was a little kid, uh, you know, I've always just kind of been more in touch with – You know, how I'm feeling and energy and like picking up on vibes. Yeah. It's all about vibes. Like you can tell, you know, even when you get in an elevator what the vibe is like. Sure. If someone's already in there, Mm -hmm. you know. Energy is real. Even if they don't say anything, you can tell if that person has a good vibe going and they want to be fucked with or not, you know.
0: You know, I thought I saw an aura the other day and I don't typically. Yeah. But it was around this girl. And what color was it? orange. Hmm. What does that mean? I don't know. I should have looked it up. I meant to, but it was like so fleeting. It looked like someone came over her and put their arms around her and then became her. Like this orange, like flaming, it was bizarre.
1: Were you at Tender Greens? I was not. Oh. I was in a secret place. Okay. That's probably, the... there's like photographs that will capture your aura. They have like yeah. places that do that.
0: I've seen that. Uh, I don't know how I feel about that. I'll do it. I'll do anything once. I did cupping recently. How was that experience? Um, a little bit painful with the suction on my buttocks Ooh. and very brusque. And They go all the way down there? Yeah, top of my butt cheeks. All the way up to my neck and my shoulders. And the marks were bizarre. Do I feel detoxed? I guess, yeah. I guess I feel good. I don't feel any different. I don't know that I'll do it again, but I know people swear by it. It's hard. I,
1: I've been doing yoga.
0: Yeah, love it. Me too. I love it so. good. I go to Yoga Works right here.
1: Really? Yeah, big fan. I want to go. Okay. I seven a.m. That's when you go. Seven a.m. on Wednesdays. What? Don't follow. Don't stalk me. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Wait. We should. T- <laughs> we should edit that. that one out. Um. Yeah. No, that's crazy. I feel like I have so many deja vu moments. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, some one I can't talk about, but Okay. I'm like, well, here's one, but I can't talk about it. No. Um I've been work I worked on something recently. No, I won't. I I can't say it. You're annoying. I know. (laughs) I'm stoned. That's why I'm so annoying. Want me to do another one? You can think and listen? Yeah, do another one. Okay. Um
0: when I started getting into cannabis out here, I was um my ex was working at a vape company. Mm -hmm. I was doing promo modeling at Cannabis Cups. That's how I got into it. And then I started working as a bud tender at a dispensary Mm -hmm. and I got that dispensary job. And then like a week later, a buddy of mine was like, Hey, this production media company is doing weed stuff. Um, and they want someone funny and they want a woman. Uh, I passed your name along and I was like, cool, cool, cool. Thank you. So I go take this meeting and, um, the guy's like, yeah, like nine different people recommended you. So I think it's gotta be you. And I was like, for sure, for sure, for sure. And then he's like, our first thing we're going to do is a dispensary tour at the Higher Path. And I was like, I just started working there. That's so. (laughs) And he was like, oh, so you can get us in and like, get us like the, you know, the behind the scenes and stuff like that. And I was like, For sure. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. And they did a lot of test stuff on The Higher Path because I was there and because the owner of The Higher Path is a benevolent soul. (laughs) And he was like, okay, just
1: don't affect my sales. (laughs) That's so funny. That's a big glitch. I have a glitch. Okay. So I, it's kind of like how I got into comedy, Okay. but like the whole thing is kind of weird. So... Okay, so this is kind of a long story. Anyways, when I, I, before I moved to Florida, which is where I lived before I moved here, mm-hmm. I lived in Washington, D.C., where I was in a sorority with my friend and comedian, Sam Grody. Mm-hmm. We were sorority sisters. So fast forward to I left D.C., moved to Florida, and then left Florida, moved here, and I, Saw her at John Lovett's stand up or comedy club one night, which no longer exists in mm-hmm. Universal, I think in 2014 or 2015. And I saw her do stand up, and I was like, I want to do that. Mm-hmm. But like when I was living in Florida, I had started going to the Palm Beach Improv and like the Fort Lauderdale Improv to watch stand up shows, mm-hmm. right? So when I saw Sam do it in 2015, I was like, I want to do it. I tried to do it. Like I thought about like going to a mic or Mm -hmm. whatever, signing up for classes, didn't do it. Fast forward to like three years later, Mm -hmm. I apply for a job on LinkedIn to work to do social media, to be a social media manager for the biggest comedy purchaser in the United States. Mm -hmm. It turns out this company owns and operates all the improvs across the country. Mm -hmm. I was like, this is perfect. You know, I love comedy and the fact that I could like be doing social media for comedians is amazing. Mm -hmm. So of course I apply, I get the job, and there was like so many, the, like the guy who hired me was like, you beat out at least like 50 people. We interviewed at least 50 people for it, it seemed. And so I started doing, I worked there for a little over a year doing social media for all of the improvs, mm-hmm. comedians, whatever. And then that's when I was like, okay, I'm gonna go start getting into mics mm-hmm. and doing stand up mm-hmm. or, you know yeah and that like that was like an invisible thread yeah I see it and like um yeah cross stitch and now same and <laughs> You do stand up Sam you
0: do stand up and you're in LA yeah and you perform at the improv mm. and you still do social media but on your own terms
1: well also anytime I see or get to work with a comedian that I used to promote is like this is a good you know like now or like anytime that I'm like on stage at the improv it's like a you know, like the roll, I used to bartend. I used to like, you know, that was me bartending. Mm-hmm. You know, or and I have two shows of the Improv this week. But it's just like I I'm becoming a comedian. I became, yeah. you know, yep. so it's full circle. It's like I'm on the other side. Mm-hmm. It really is like another world. You know, a hundred percent.
0: That's what I feel like now. That I'm like not somebody's wind beneath their wings. I'm yeah, like your own my person. Own yeah, it's crazy. Not yeah. that he made me that person, but, like, to be happy and to coexist peacefully, one of us had to be subservient. And you would think it would have been the not the alpha, um, but I don't have any self-esteem. So I just folded inward and supported, you know. And I ain't doing that no more.
1: No. This is – it's really cool to see, your pro- like, your process and how you've been healing because, like, you – Look so good. Thank you. You know, I didn't initially, did I? Well,
0: I was a wreck.
1: You're obviously human and still going to have moments and human moments because what you're going through is a traumatic experience. Mm -hmm. You know, that's normal. And it's also healthy the way that you're coping with it because, you know, not everyone has those skills to cope with those emotions True, hyper productivity and i'm in therapy yeah
0: and i'm exercising it's good i i'm happy with where my life is right now
1: i really think like they say you know the universe is like waves Mm -hmm. like the ocean it's more like that like that's how we're moving through space ebbs and flows right Mm -hmm. so it's like i feel like as long as you keep with that direction like instead of fighting the universe like going against it Mm -hmm. you know Like, like kind of like walk when you're at the airport in those walkways and you're trying to walk on the opposite direction, Mm -hmm. but it's like, don't be an idiot. I'm saying yes.
0: I'm saying yes to a lot of things. I mean, I've tried cupping, you know,
1: that's what, that's, that's, that, that's what happens when I'm in that, those moments in my life where I don't know, Mm -hmm. I'm in the unknown is I just, all I can do is just be and say yes and that's almost a gift. That's a gift that the universe gives you is that space and time for you to choose a path mm-hmm. and, like, move forward and, yeah. like, grow along the way, mm-hmm. you know? You got, you are having a chance to restart and live your life again. Mm-hmm. And that's a gift, you know? And I really do think that as a whole, the, youth, the earth has experienced a glitch like with certain moments, you know, like when Trump got elected mm-hmm. and like 9-11 and like these like weird moments in our lifetime that it's like, okay, this doesn't even feel right. right. You know, like it feels like maybe we unplug somewhere uh-huh. <laughs> and like we we put back the plug in the wrong hole, uh-huh. you know, but we're still functioning barely. Um, it's the wrong cable. The
0: port doesn't fit, but we jammed it in there. Yeah,
1: but it's like I think it's like those are the moments like, we, you know, like when – Back in the day, with like art and the revolutions and those kind, you know, like it's these kinds of moments that force the best kind of growth mm-hmm. and art and and like the best of humanity emerges, you know, I agree,
0: definitely. Do you believe in have you heard of Thomas Malthus? Hmm, he, um, his theory is uh, it's called Malthusian pressure that the earth when it feels like it's overpopulated will create some natural disaster or some kind of destruction to um, deplete some of the population like some people think the plague was uh, mm-hmm. an attempt at that
1: maybe that's coronavirus oh,
0: I know in and in a highly populated area it's terrifying to think that that might be like a, a universe thing doing that and like what's next what's going to happen you know, mm-hmm. And in the U.S., I feel like there's uh, Malthusian pressure is happening. It's changing everyone's minds away from the forward thinking that we were doing and the progress we were making in our country. And it's mm-hmm. like rolling it back. We're going back yeah, to it time. does
1: seem like something has – like we were – it seems like growing up we were all in this forward – trajectory. Yeah. Like most of us uh, collectively as a society, but maybe, I don't know, I grew up in Vegas. Maybe that's sheltered, you know, like I I felt like I was around, you know, with different kinds of people, but even like, you know, I don't know. I just, I feel like at a certain point that kind of stopped, but that could also be because I got older and became less naive and that always existed. Yeah. You know, and, um, also the internet, (laughs)
0: the internet that did a lot to us didn't it
1: yeah yeah i mean i love it and i hate it at the same time i mean it's just like anything else it's uh it it can be used for good or for evil Mm
0: -hmm. let's use it for good
1: yeah i i try
0: like i'm putting this out on the internet yeah. To help people like listen to people's glitches, share your own and like realize
1: that nothing is real <laughs> and nothing matters. Well, I think you create your own reality also. And um, you know, if people realize they had more control over their life, then they think and not be afraid to ask for help. Mm-hmm. That's the other thing too, is we put so much shame on asking for help, but yet we are. We're like practice self care. We're like self care is expensive, bitch. It's like, you know, that's why I don't understand why people wouldn't want free health care for everyone. Yeah, like it does not matter to me if you're not of this country and you came here, got hurt, and got health care. Does not bother me. It would not bother me. Mm-hmm. I would hope that if I came to your country and I got hurt, you would want the same. You would want me to be healthy.
0: It's the uh, pharmaceuticals and but like tobacco. again, you know
1: that's why for me, um, my way of practicing self care is to not like, not get too wrapped up publicly in that. Like I have my personal beliefs. I I like you know I have my way of contributing and my play. My hope is that I can get to a place where I actually have a platform mm-hmm. where I can express how I want to feel. You know, and in, in a in a way, mm-hmm. but yeah, that's my self care.
0: Self care is something I'm working on. I was taking baths before I realized, like, I don't really like baths that much. Yeah. I've been there for like five minutes. And I I'm love like, baths. I'm done. i done. I think I just, well, I can't sit still. I mean, that's, yeah. I, I'm trying. I'm really, really trying. And actually, what about a massage? Yeah, I can be kind of still during a massage, but like, I can still feel my toes going and my fingers twid- twiddling and stuff.
1: Pedicures? I like those. I do those, those sometimes. Those are my stuff all there. of these things
0: cost money though. I'm trying to do things yeah. that are like you know more cost effective. So hiking, I, I tore the labrum in my hip recently, so Ew. I'm doing physical therapy twice. Every meditation, morning. yeah, that's why I'm taking. I took a transcendental meditation um, intro like talk yesterday. Mm-hmm. And that's when I decided, I was like, yeah, I'm going to try to do this because other meditations have not worked for me. I need a classroom setting and a teacher and like to be taught this methodology because Mm -hmm. that's how I learn. Yeah. That's the same with cooking. I need like, and the guy I'm seeing is like teaching me how to cook by just like advising me. This morning I made a uh, hash browns Mm -hmm. better than last time because I didn't stir them so much. Bacon, less burnt because now I know it still cooks out of the pan. Mm -hmm. So I take it out of the pan sooner. Um, fried eggs, and now I know that I need to use more butter because it's stuck to the side of the pan. That's okay. And um, English muffins. That sounds so good. With blackberry jam that I got at the farmer's market. The one in Hollywood? No, the one in Studio City. Is that the better one? You know, I don't know. I haven't been to the Hollywood yet because uh, when I was breaking up with my ex, he told me that I was...
1: uh, That's his farmer's market? No. That I was
0: boring and that Sunday morning farmer markets where I'm picking out produce and putting them in my reusable bag and carrying it to the car and being really interested in all that stuff. He's like, that's not my vibe. That's not the life. Sounds like a
1: guy who doesn't like pussy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He wanted to just fuck shit up all the time, you know? And Mm -hmm. I was like, it's Sunday morning. Like, I'm your wife. Can't we mm-hmm. go to the farmers market? And it was mm-hmm. just always such a fucking hassle. Um, and then I was actually talking this morning about, you know, the next time we make breakfast, I want to have like fresh fruit or whatever. Maybe I'll go mm-hmm. to the farmer's market, the Hollywood one. He's like, I've never been to the Hollywood one, but the farmers markets are my favorite thing in the Let world. Let me
1: know if you guys want to go to the Hollywood one next Sunday. Probably, unless he's
0: out of town on tour or
1: something. I don't oh, know you his should schedule. still come with us.
0: Yeah. I will definitely come. Let's go. Cause I want to get some. Can fresh I tell you produce. another glitch or are yeah. we out of time? No.
1: Okay, this is how I met my boyfriend. So, I was at the comedy store like two years ago, or 2017. I was with a friend who um, is a comedian, and we were at the store, and like, I'm just sitting there because like at a at a certain point, sometimes I'm just like over social situations. Mm-hmm. Like, I just check out. Yep. <laughs> yep. So I'm like sitting on a stool. And this guy comes up and my friend introduces us. And, like, for whatever reason, we just start talking and, like, we immediately have an inside joke about Selena or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so um, we laugh. He takes my phone, like – Because he looks at it and sees that I have a pop socket. And he's like, what's that? I'm like, what kind of idiot doesn't know what a pop socket (laughs) is? So, again, I have to, like, explain it to him. No. Um, And then he, like, ends up taking a selfie of himself. Whatever. I uh, say goodbye to him. Go home. I think I follow him on social media. Mm -hmm. I find out who he is. mm I also had a boyfriend at the time, so I, like, you know, whatever. I just thought the guy was funny. I knew he was a comedian, and I was like, I'm going to follow this guy. Nothing. I do that all the time. Yeah. So um, I hear through the grapevine that, like, a couple weeks later, that I think he had, like, been asking about me, Mm -hmm. but, like, whoever he was asking – oh, he was asking my friend's boyfriend because they were good friends, the person that introduced us – and he was like don't don't even like ask she has a boyfriend whatever <laughs> but like it got back to me whatever so like fast forward 2 years later at least and i became friends with jeff garland and i got asked he asked me to do his show mm-hmm. and i did a show whatever and then, like, I didn't talk to him for some time. Then I started my podcast mm-hmm. over the summer, and my ex and I ended up breaking up. And I, um, I just like for whatever reason, I, I hooked up with a guy as my rebound after my ex and I broke up, and I ended up getting mono. So don't <laughs> hook up with someone who does improv, you'll probably get mono. Um, and then, I just realized, you know what? I've been in all these relationships. I need to chill. Mm-hmm. I don't need to be with someone. I just need to like be okay with myself. And then like I start I like I started that process. But in the meantime, for whatever reason, I could not get this guy, the one guy, the one this guy that I met one time out of, out head. of my head. Mm-hmm. And, like, it was kind of, like, how stand-up came in. Like, I was, like, at a point in my life where, like, I just, like, was, I was just, like, open. You know, I was open. I was, like, whatever the universe is going to, like, and it kept, like, the voice for stand-up kept getting louder. And Mm -hmm. it's the same thing, this guy, this guy's name. It just kept screaming. So, like, whatever. This is over the summer. And um, it's Father's Day. And Jeff Garland, out of the blue, hits me up. And is like, what are you doing? And I was like, nothing. (laughs) My dad's out of the country. He's like, let's get lunch. We'll go to the dispensary, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, it's perfect because I realized that um, Matt, my boyfriend, Mm -hmm. opens for Jeff. So Mm -hmm. I'm like, perfect. I can ask Jeff about Matt. Mm -hmm. And so... I'm like, but also, like, what are the odds? Like, why is he hitting me up on Father's Day? I haven't talked to Jeff in, like, six months, Mm -hmm. you know? Like, I know he wants to do my podcast, but, like, whatever. So I ask – I get – Jeff picks me up. We go to lunch. And I was like, you know that guy that opens for you, (laughs) Matt? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, well, I've kind of had a crush on him for two years. Uh um, And I've, like, never said anything or whatever. And, like, Jeff's eyes – lit up. Uh-huh. And we're like, oh my God, it's perfect. Him and his girlfriend just broke up. Um, and he's moving to New York in September. Uh-huh. And I'm like, that is not perfect. No, that is not, not what I describe a perfect situation. But, um, he ended up setting up our first date at his house, mm-hmm. <laughs> which he chaperoned. Um, that's and then, adorable. yeah. And then like the rest is kind of history, but except here's the thing. The first time we hung out, which was at Jeff's house. Um, We stayed up talking all night. He ended up dropping me off, Mm -hmm. did not put a move on me. And I was like, fuck this guy. Mm -hmm. He's not into me. And like, he was way too respectful, you know? Um, (laughs) Nervous. You're a hot girl. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) So, uh, I immediately so like a couple days go by. And like, also I had known like he was going through a recent breakup Mm -hmm. and like, you know, I, 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 I knew he was moving so I didn't want to put too much like thought or expectation on the situation sure. at all but like how weird that I like met this guy 2 years ago and here's where we are now and That's whatever. A great glitch, babe. And so short story long um he drops me off doesn't put a move on me I don't hear from him for a couple days and uh I go on Twitter and I tweet I told someone that I liked spending time with them and I never heard from them again or like a tweet or whatever well as he's reading that he's at a starbucks and he sees a guy wearing a selena shirt <laughs> and that was the inside joke Holy shit. that we had at the comedy store two years prior yeah. was we were talking about selena like, even the next day after we met and I followed him on Instagram, I sent him the selfie that he took of himself. Uh-huh. And under it, I said, anything for Selena's LOL. <laughs> and that was the only communication. He, like, laughed. And, like, that was the only communication we had since uh-huh. meeting. And so when he reads that, he's at Starbucks, he sees the picture, the guy wearing a shirt of Selena, and he does what any guy would do, which was ask that guy for a picture. And I don't know if any guy would do that, but he <laughs> he did what he had to do in that moment, which was ask a guy for that picture because that gave him a reason to contact you. To contact me. Yep. So that's really a good reason. Then we started talking. I asked him to come over and smoke a joint mm-hmm. one night. And the rest is history.
0: And you guys are happy as clams. We've been
1: together ever since.
0: How long has it been now? Several several months. Over six. Like seven months. Yeah. yeah. Good for you.
1: But that's what I'm saying. You just never know. Someone you could meet who you had a five-minute interaction with could play such a huge part in your life. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So that's another glitch. And he also is a comedian, and he does stand-up, and it's really fun and cool to date someone. You guys are adorable. Thank you. I love following along with your oversharing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you gonna do? Uh,
0: we'll just follow keep it real. I'm gonna follow. That's what I'm gonna do. People
1: are like people someone he was at the store when I and like someone was in the audience, because I guess he like Matt was talking about me on stage or whatever. And like someone was like, Yeah, I follow you guys on Twitter. Or like, you know, he's mm-hmm. like, they're like fans of whatever we put out. I'm like, Yeah. We're one step away from an OnlyFans account. Uh, do it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: do you want to do some segments with me? Sure. These are uh, kind of like games and um, or educational. Yeah. So this segment is called Linglitch Sticks. Okay. And I'm going to give you a word and I'm going to give you a real definition for it and a fake definition for mm-hmm. it. And you got to tell me which one's the real one. Okay. Okay. The word is obfuscate. Mm-hmm. To confuse someone or to obscure the meaning of something, or to cover something up in an obvious way. To cover
1: something up in an obvious way. <clears throat>
0: really? Yeah, <laughs> I just
1: made that up on the spot.
0: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> what was the first one? Uh, to confuse someone or to obscure the meaning of something. Oh, that makes sense. Obscure. Ob- obfuscate. obfuscate. Yeah. Um, that's a fun one because mm-hmm. you don't hear that word a lot.
1: No, but I have heard it, and that's why I was like. I thought I thought legal. I thought of like a legal thing. Uh-huh. That's why I went with the second definition.
0: I'm sure it's used in
1: But honestly if I read yeah. it, I might have gone with the first one cuz I would have seen yeah. ob like the words Yep. F- approach yep. it from a linguistic pers-
0: perspective. A phonetic. Yeah, I
1: yeah. I often will be like let me see it written.
0: Yeah. And then I can figure out what that is. Mm-hmm. Um that's but good. That was fun, right? Mm-hmm. And that's my game that I love to do. I love it because I was present, even though I failed, but society. I saw that's you didn't fail. I won, yeah, <laughs> right. Like, I'm always trying to stump them. And like, both of my last guests, they nailed it. And I was like, God damn it,
1: I gotta get better lives, yeah, um, or just dumber guests,
0: yeah. I'm just kidding. But you, I think I just went fast, and that's what yeah. the secret was confuse you. No, I was trying it to obfuscate the manipulation yes. in my game. There you go. Um, okay. I have another segment. Love it. This one is called semiotic scream. Okay. Semiotics is the study of signs. It's a sign signifier sign. So when you look at something, it reminds you of something else. Mm -hmm. And then it reminds you of something else. Mm -hmm. So a semiotic stream is like your thought process that you go on when you're high. It's insane. And you just go on all these tangents. But a semiotic scream is what you get to when I'm going to say a word. And then you say what reminds you of that word or phrase. And we'll go back and forth until you feel passionately about something, either angry or happy or excited. Okay. 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 Uh, it's a fun, it's a fun way to be. So I'm going to, I'm going to get a random word going. Okay. Alphabet.
1: Alphabet soup.
0: Ravioli. Ravioli is Delicious ravioli is delicious haven't had it in a long time. Am
1: I supposed to say one word or just a thought there's no rules okay
0: I had a lobster ravioli once and it was fucking phenomenal.
1: The best lobster ravioli comes from Bokertown really mm-hmm.
0: I had it in Maine you think oh, that's probably eat?
1: it's probably good too to be honest <laughs>
0: there's that's probably the only only other better place. Can we just reinforce the fact that you love Florida? I
1: know. <laughs> Listen, because as someone who comes from Vegas, like I feel like Florida gets a lot of flack, but mm-hmm. also like low key Vegas does too, because mm-hmm. it's like such a hack town. Mm-hmm. But I stand for my Florida people. Good. Yeah. You should. Yeah. <laughs> he's in there
0: eating. He's the best. <laughs> You're, oh, yeah. He's from Florida? No. Oh, okay. Um, Let's uh, keep going. Mm-hmm. What did we last say? Florida. Rab- oh, yes. Uh, eating faces. Oh, my God. <laughs> Um, eating pussy
1: is what's for breakfast (laughs) I made
0: breakfast this morning
1: I don't whenever I tell (laughs) what? it's not eating my pussy I call it beef it's what's for dinner
0: (laughs) (laughs) what if it's in the morning?
1: meat for breakfast <laughs>
0: <laughs> breakfast sausage <laughs> there you go have a bit of a patty i don't know why i'm doing the accent it's straight.
1: i loved the accent uh i drop in accents all the time it's a
0: thing a i do
1: sausage that's what i say anytime i see a dog that's particular that's of a particular breed like a bulldog or um you know any kind of well i call him a little sausage mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: i love it my roommate stops and pets every single dog yeah we she in the loves world. dogs uh, oh, this is mine. This is my what I'm passionate about. She loves dogs more than anyone I've ever known. Yeah. on the planet, everyone knows that. One time, she was home in Michigan, and she had bought her dog buddy, who's a little tiny white dog, um, a, a new sweater. And she FaceTimed me, sobbing with joy at how much she loved him and how cute he looked in it. Yeah, she loves that. Sobbing, mm-hmm. tears. Mm-hmm. I was at work, just like. What did I get myself into? It's a weird situation. I love it. She loves so hard and so passionately. I mean, humans too, but like dogs are another fucking love. Yeah, dogs deserve it though. Yeah, they do. They do. So she's the best. So that was best. I got passionate about that. I love it. Let's see what where we hit you with okay. your semantic scream.
1: <clears throat> it's um, it's probably because I'm stoned, but I will. It's something will trigger me. Okay,
0: uh, trigger. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. I've been working on uh, defeating my triggers lately. And it's, how? By addressing them head on. Um, uh, Our song played on the radio the other day. It's a a rap song. And which one? What the Hook Gonna Be by Murphy Lee. Okay. We don't need a fucking hook on this beat. Shit. All we need is a track in the background, my headphones on. (laughs) Keep that blump going around and I'm gonna rip it. I'm from Florida.
1: Okay. As if you couldn't (laughs) tell before.
0: (laughs) That's such a Florida song. Anyways, we we played at our wedding. Like when we said our vows and we were walking down the aisle again. We said that's what we did. Um, And it's been our song because he was rapping to it um, when I decided that I loved him. Oh, God. Because he he Your standards are too high. He he just looked adorable. He was able to be vulnerable with me and look stupid rapping and be free and wear a stupid mustache. And I was just like, I love this guy. That was seven years ago. (laughs)
1: Maybe longer, more. I would hope – Have you – is that what it it takes now? <laughs> Being vulnerable? No, I mean, just like, that was a bad joke. No, my night. standards are
0: super high now. Okay, good. You need to check a bunch of boxes. You have to be
1: able to play classical music.
0: Um, I don't know. I, I, just I listened to classical music with the guy I'm seeing last night, that mind travel thing. There you go. That was tight. He's the best.
1: Yeah, I like him. He's
0: the best. I approve. I hope that- He's also funny. That I can keep him in my life. He's amazing.
1: Well, yeah well yeah you know i i fuck things up i might fuck this no, up no that's you got to be you got to be be your better friend to yourself than that i know i'm trying that's another thing i'm working on cooking used to be a trigger mm. and why oh cuz you didn't you wouldn't cook i he would cook right cook. he would cook
0: and whenever i would start fucking something up he would just take over um but this guy that i'm dating one day i'll be able to say his name um he sits on at the counter and advises me, and then tells me I'm doing great, and then we'll go. Mm-mm, don't start that anymore. That's good, right there, where it is. And it's a really beautiful, harmonious like situation. Like New Year's Eve, we cook together in harmony. Uh, these little pot pies with a bunch of random shit, th- three different kinds of random shit, like brie, uh, and uh,
1: I forget. what You else know, you're I'm in, love. in love when you're cooking. I'm telling openly. you, when I uh, I I like chop fruit. I make like charcuterie plates. <laughs> when you're chopping small food, that way you can still fuck. It's you don't want to get too full. Yeah. We have Brie and Tristan. I was like alone. constipated for an entire summer mm. before I became comfortable enough in my relationship. Now I just let it all out. But I'm just telling you, like bit, that's how you know you're in love. You're just full of it.
0: Oh, you're full of shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is that uh where we got with you? Are you feeling passionately about being in love?
1: Uh Am I passionately? I mean, I feel like I I could say that I'm passionately, but I just it's coming across a stone because I'm so very high. You are. Um I can smell you from here. I no, I love my boyfriend. Mm-hmm. He's he's just like a really good guy. He is. I like and that. I learn a lot from this relationship. And it's a very patient and loving and kind relationship. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, yeah. Communicative. Oh, yeah. That's the best part is comedians have no problem communicating. Yeah. This is and how I feel.
0: This is what I want. Yeah. This is
1: what I don't like. And he's so nice about it. Mm-hmm. Um, And it's just a different overall – it really, you know, it's a different relationship than what I'm used to. Also, I've never dated a comedian before, and most people advise against it. Mm-hmm. Um, I would. But, like, most people advise against a lot of things. Yeah, I'm dating a comedian. So. And yeah, like, I mean, I just think relationships in general are probably a bad idea. But I also don't think that either. I think it's like just the right people need, you know?
0: I love when you contradict yourself in the same sentence. It's the cutest. Because
1: <laughs> I'm always dual. I'm always like trying to think of the other side. Uh-huh. But like, I go back and forth because I'm always trying to see the other side. Mm hmm. Like, that's helpful. He has a whole joke about how, um, like he can always tell what I'm really thinking when he sees me on Twitter. And the other day I tweeted, um, if you want a boyfriend, you're mentally ill to me. (laughs) And he's like, babe, you can't tweet that and ask me to get you water in the same sentence. Like, (laughs)
0: so that's real. I like that. You guys seem like you're really. Secure in your relationship and in your love for each other, and yeah. in your careers. And yeah, everything seems to be going really well for you. I
1: mean, it's a it's a relationship is work. Like that's the thing. It's like two of us we're trying to make it, and, um, you know, like, but it's it's, I, I don't know. I I <laughs> I feel like I'm growing with someone. You are,
0: hundred percent. Sometimes you grow leaning this way. Sometimes you grow leaning that way. Sometimes you're uprooted like you were last year and I yeah. was. And it's been six months today since we broke up. Wow. Time fucking flies. That's insane. Yeah. That's insane. That's a good but way it, to, um, yeah. to wrap this up. Oh. My last segment is how I'm going to end this. Oh, it's okay. called it. That's a Wrap. Mm-hmm. And it is – um. A rap lyric that I think is especially linguistically beautiful in some way, shape, or form. (laughs) And I like this one because it's a Cardi B lyric from her song, Be Careful. Okay. And it relates to me so much. And this is the lyric. You even got me tripping. You got me looking in the mirror different, thinking I'm flawed because you inconsistent.
1: I love it. That
0: is exactly it. Also, can how I just felt. say mm.
1: I love that you love rap too. But also I understand the reason why and like I I look at a lot of my jokes and a lot of my tweets mm-hmm. as rap lyrics. Like I hear the way the beat where the beat should come because mm-hmm. of rap music say yeah, I like pentameter, <laughs> and like no, like Drake is a great lyric. Like yeah. There's some really good lyricists, and it's less about the music for me so much as it as the the way the words sound when they put them together. Yep. and like that's also how I view comedy too. Mm-hmm, me too. It just when you hear a joke, the way it sounds so beautiful, it just clicks. It's all it sounds like a lyric linguistics. Yeah, Lingu- linguistics. Mm-hmm. Um, well, let's wrap this up.
0: Uh, we'll hang out and we'll do stuff and I'll see you on doing comedy. Where should
1: we follow you? Uh, follow me at Wolfie comedy, um, for pictures and tweets inappropriate about my boyfriend. Mm -hmm. Um, and also weed, uh, Wolfie memes for more weed and, uh, chronic relief pod, which I'll have Adrian on, um, soon. And, uh, yeah, that's basically where you can find me right now. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, you wherever you want to stalk.
0: She's very funny. Thank you. I'm Cradrian Everywhere. You can find us at uh, oh, hey at glitchinpodcast.com if you want to submit your own. And we'll see you next time, glitches.